Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Hallelujah. What a joy it is. Amen. Amen. The presence of the Lord is mighty in this place. I want you to leave your seat and then go around and give five people a high five. Only five. Only five. Amen. Only five. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. My God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mandala Baba. Shitala Nanana. Pushala Baba 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 Amen. Wow. Amen. In the house of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. Amen. Turn to the person. I'm, I'm making sure that you are comfortable where you are. So turn to the person standing by you and give them a smile. Just a smile. Amen. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands, begin to bless him. Amen. Hosanna. Hosanna. Can you sing it to the Lord, Hosanna, 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 Hosanna in the heart. Sing it again, Hosanna, Hosanna. Sing it to the Lord, Lord, we lift up your 
of ourselves Lord who are we to deserve such mercy what is man that you are mindful of him the son of man that thou visited Lord thank you for visiting us oh God and when you move in this place sicknesses flee Lord demons bow they tremble at your presence demons tremble at your presence let every powers, O oh God, tremble at your presence. Let every knee bow, O oh God. Let the knee of sickness bow. Let the knee of, O oh God, cancer bow. Let the knee of hypertension bow. Let every knee bow. Because when you come into our midst, demons tremble at your presence. Oh, what a mighty God. What a Glory, 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 hallelujah. Everything, yeah, everything written about you is great. 
Sing it again. Demons tremble at your presence. Demons tremble at your presence. What a mighty God. You see, I know of a story that the whole walls of Jericho came down by a shout. Every satanic wall around your life is coming down. Whatever the enemy has planned is coming down in the name of Jesus.
bless you Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Something is happening in this place. The righteous run into it and they are saved. The name of the Lord is hey, a strong We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless your holy name. 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 Let your healing rain come upon us, Lord. May we not walk out of this place the same. Rabba kabesetete. Lemo kabesalima tayasono. Rebango robobobobobo solobobom. Rikama yaswa talibaba taya soleba. Ramandole malema shandele belebelebe senelebelebe. We bless your name. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. Thank you for your awesome presence in this place. Rabada, just lift up your voice and worship him. Close your eyes, lift up your hands and bless him, bless him, bless him. La boca saita bandele belebelebelebe. Rabandolo bo shatala mama mama. We bless you, O oh God. We give you glory, Lord. We give you honor. Thank you for being in this building, Lord. For wherever two or three shall gather, you are in their midst, Lord. 
I pray that whatever could not stand around you, Lord. Anything, oh God, my God, may it be subject to your presence, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you honor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Sit, sit on top of your enemies. Sit on top of your enemies. We give you praise. Give a shout of praise unto God. We serve a living God. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you. Amen. What a joy. You must believe. You know, these things, somebody was saying that, ah, but Jesus Christ, you know, it's not now that he's going to die. We are doing this in remembrance of him. Can I have an amen? And as often as we do this, we remember the triumphant entry. In Matthew chapter 21, I believe, if you can put it up for us. Amen. Matthew chapter 21. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethphage unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus to disciples. Hallelujah. You see, every time I say that, it matters who is sending you. Amen. It matters who brought you here. And it matters who is going to send you out. Amen. By the end of the service, God is going to send you out with his power. Amen. Nothing by any means will harm you. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? Hallelujah. Next verse, please. Saying unto them, go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Lose them and bring them unto me. Hallelujah. Next verse. And if any man, say any man, Amen. says an ought unto you, it said that ye shall say, the Lord has need of them. Hallelujah. If any man will say anything, amen, you are going to walk out of this place and possess the things that you must possess. I'm saying that you are going to walk out of this place and possess the things that you must possess. A series of victories. If any man is worried about how God is blessing you, tell them that the Lord has said he has need of my victories. That I will be a testimony. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Then he, he goes on and he says what? Next verse, please. And this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying, Tell ye the daughters of Zion, behold, the king cometh unto thee, meek, and sitting upon an ass, and a colt that fall of an ass. Hallelujah. Next verse, please. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. They did exactly as Jesus commanded them. Next verse, please. And brought the ass and the colt and put on them their clothes. And they sat him thereon. May God sit on the throne of your heart. I say may God sit on the throne of your heart. Because the triumphant entry, God was sitting on and they entered into Jerusalem. That is how the victory happened. So if you are here and God is not the God that, that Jesus that we are serving is not sitting on the throne of your heart. I suggest to you, you need to give him chance. Because you will not do well without him. Somebody said, life without Christ is full of crisis. 
But today your life will change. Because you are going to cause him to sit on the throne of your heart. Hallelujah. You will give him your heart. You give him everything that you have. Because that is all that is important in this world. They put their clothes on him and they sat him upon it. Hallelujah. Next verse. Quickly. And a very great multitude spread their garment in the way. Others cut down branches from the tree and straw and straw them in the way. Next verse. Finally, verse 9. And the multitude that went before and that followed cried saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that would cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hey! Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. I'm saying that if Christ is sitting on the throne of your heart, when you walk out there, you are going in the name of the Lord. And men will say that you are blessed. Men will say that you are a blessed person. Men will say that this lady is blessed. Men will say that this woman is blessed. Men will say that this man is blessed. If indeed he seated on the throne of your heart. Can I have an amen? There's nothing else. Nobody carries victory except Jesus Christ. He is the only one that knows the end from the beginning. He knew. That is why he said, that, go and tell them, just bring the ass and the court unto me. Because he knew that for sure it shall come to pass that that thing has been prepared for him. And many a times things happen in our life, we think that is by chance. God is working it out. Tell somebody sitting by you, God is working it out. Tell them, I don't know the thing that you are going through. I don't know what is bothering you, but God is working it out. Oh, say it like you mean it, but God is working it out. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. God is working something out. Yeah. You just put your trust in him and put your faith in him. Let him sit on the throne of your heart. And you'll be surprised what God can do. Can I have an Amen. Hallelujah. Give us the verse 9 again. I think we should all read it. It's too powerful. Verse 9. Let's all go. One, two, three. Let's go. And Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We bless the Lord. This morning, I just want to share something that preparing us. We're going to have a three-day convention. It's a good place to put your hands together. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday that is coming up. We're going to have a good Friday miracle service in this place. Can I have an amen? We're going to have a powerful miracle service. And I encourage you to invite people. Come to church with at least five people. I'm telling you, I know there's a, a, there, is, there is a wind a blowing. There's a song that says that there's a wind a blowing all across the land. The wind of the Lord is blowing in a special way. Oh, it's a song. I'm not, I didn't make it up. It's a song. Uh, some people think that oh, he's making it up. It's a song. I'll teach you one day. Hallelujah. There is a wind that is blowing. So we are going to have a Friday from 7 p.m. We are going to be here powerful encounter. If you are sick, come. If you are possessed with anything that is bothering you, come and the power of God will set you free. Believe it. It shall come to pass. So Friday, invite at least five people and bring them. People that you know who are sick, bring them. For God shall lift up an ensign. 
God will do a miracle, miracles in this place. We have seen the barren, somebody who had uh, tumors in the womb give birth before. We have seen many things. There was a lady who was suffering, was using crutches when we went to uh, California. I prayed for her and she put the crutches down and then she was walking. <laughs> believe that God is going to do it in your life. Just believe it. Believe it. It shall come to pass in your life. Can I have an amen? And then Saturday night is going to be a night of worship and drama. Can I have an amen? So from seven, you'll be here, praise and worship. I mean, it's going to be wawuzi, wawoo, wawoo, wawoo times ten. And we'll climax it on Sunday with victory impartation service. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. And I believe that is going to set us up for great victories. This is the first quarter of the year. But the next three quarters that are left, you'll be surprised and you'll be overwhelmed by the blessings of God. That shall be your portion. Hallelujah. So I want to prepare the way for everything that is coming. Today I want to share with us, without the shedding of the blood, there is no forgiveness. Without the sharing, the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Can I have an amen? Without the shedding of the blood, in the olden days, they used the blood of bulls. Every time they will slaughter an animal just to, to atone for the sins of the people. So it's like the number of people who are here, we are always killing some animal. Maybe the blood will be able to wash. Hallelujah. Amen. But when Christ came, he shed his blood only once. And that blood that he shed is good enough to cleanse all of us from our sins and then create a place for us in, his, in heaven. Can I have an amen? Leviticus chapter 17 from verse 11 to 12. Leviticus chapter 17 from 11 to 12. It says that for the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your soul. The life is what? The life of the flesh, what? Is in the blood. Can I have an amen? And they said that I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your soul. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for your soul. It is only the blood of Jesus Christ that can make an atonement for your soul. It is only the blood of Jesus Christ that can forgive your sins. It is only the blood of Jesus Christ that can wash you from your iniquities. It is only the blood. It is not the blood of bulls. It is not the blood of anything. It is not coconut water that washes you from your sin. Neither is it coke. But it is the blood of Jesus. Can I have an amen? amen? When you have a stain in your shirt, you just go and buy some powerful spray. You spray it and then you put it in your what, washing machine and it takes away that. But your sins cannot be taken away by homo or a tide or anything. It is only by the blood. Amen. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It is only by the blood. Tell the person sitting by you, it is only by the blood. <laughs> Hallelujah. Therefore I say unto the children of Israel, no soul of yours shall eat blood, neither shall any word, any stranger 
that sojourneth amongst you eats blood. It means that you see that is why when you when you kill any animal, you don't eat the blood. You chew the meat, but you don't eat the blood. Because God gave that, He said that you don't eat. You see, if you are here and you eat blood, you drink blood, you are you, are, you blend to two categories. Either you are a witch or you are a wizard. Those are the only two groups of people we know they eat blood or they drink blood. Hey! Have I said something wrong? If you eat and you drink blood sitting here, you need deliverance. Because it's the way that the way that comes forth, this is by the prophet Moses. God gave his word. He said, it's only my, my blood that can atone for your sins. Then he says that nobody should eat blood. Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. Without the blood, you see, we have so many organs in us. Right? Yeah, you can survive on one kidney. When one spouse, you can survive on another one. Some people even have all their... I had a friend. She was traveling out of the country and she went for, um, what do you call it? A checkup. And they realized that she has stage four kidney, what? Uh, cancer. It's like everything is like, but she's walking about and she's asymptomatic. Like there's no symptoms. So that was then that they discovered and all of a sudden when they discovered she has to get on dialysis and all those things. So it is even possible that your organs are not working but you are still surviving. But let us drain the blood out of you and see that if you will survive even a minute. You go into shock and that is it. Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. And it is only by the blood. It is only that way. So when Jesus Christ died on the cross and they pierced him and they nailed him and the blood was oozing and Bible says that he gave up his soul, he gave up his spirit, all the blood was finished out of him. So when Christ says that, it, the way says that it is only by the blood, it is only by his life that a man can be saved. Because the life that is in the flesh, it is by the blood. That's why the blood that he shed on Calvary cross is so powerful. Any sickness in your body, by thy stripes, when they whipped him and the blood was oozing out, that life that came out of him, that life came out of him so that you can have life. Your kidneys will function again. I say your kidneys will function again. Your heart will begin to pump again. Your ejection fraction is coming up. It's coming up. Whatever hidden diseases that you cannot tell anybody about. It's finishing from today. I say it is finishing because the life is in the blood. The life is in the blood. And that is exactly what Jesus Christ came to do for us. Are you still here? You have gone home. I'm preaching from my papa's book, How to Preach Salvation. Amen. This is my papa, my prophet, Bishop Ward Mills. Big book for salvation. I'm preaching chapter 10. About salvation, amen. Number one, he said that God revealed the importance of the blood through the prophet Moses. Hallelujah. Therefore, command that blood should not be eaten. Blood should never be eaten. Blood should never. When even you go to a place and a party and they give you chicken and you bite it and there's blood inside, what do you do? You don't chew, continue chewing it all. As soon as you see blood, you go like, ew. Then you throw it away. Then you go for another one. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Because God revealed that blood should not be eaten because life 
is in the blood. Number two, write it down. Long before medical science discovered it, Moses taught us that blood, the blood of a person contains his life. Your blood contains your life. Your blood, it contains your life. Without your blood, you are dead. Amen. I know somebody that, you know, every time they say they need blood, their hemoglobin is low. They have to give them blood. They have to give them blood. They have to give. If you need blood and they don't give you the blood, you will die. Can I have an amen? As soon as your blood drops, you know, if somebody's, you know, bleeding profusely, the person is bleeding. One of the dangerous things is that, you know, when, like, maybe you had a fatal accident or something and you decide not to go to the hospital to be checked, you could be bleeding inside and not know. And that thing can kill you. But I tell you, God sent his son. I say God sent his son to share that blood, that by his blood we will have atonement for our sins and then also we will have life. Receive the life that is in Jesus Christ. I say receive the life that is in Jesus Christ. Receive the life that is in Jesus Christ. Life is in the blood. Tell somebody life is in the blood. And it's only the blood of Jesus that can save you from your sins. Can I have an amen? Number three, I'm going to preach a very short message. I'm giving you points. Number three, are you still here? It says that because the blood contains life of a person, it, is what? it represents his life. So as Christ is pouring himself out for us, my brother, my sister, believe that Christ came to die on the cross to give you life. Believe it. It is not just that uh, they say, you know, yesterday we, we went out on evangelism and I picked it up quickly. You know, the track, anybody has the track, the track that has Jesus Christ with the thorn on his head and then some things. It is offensive to a group of people. Most people I, I met, they were talking about that, you know, that Jesus that looks white and then they crucified him on the cross. I had multiple people so I say, okay, if that is the case, let's put that track to the side and begin to give them this could be the last five minutes of your life. It's the same message without a picture. Yeah. How many of us were, I mean, I think some brothers were walking with me two times and it was like, the person was, it was just talking about the picture, not even hearing the salvation message that we have been brainwashed. It doesn't matter what color he is, whether he's black or he was red or he was green or he was blue. As long as the blood that ran through him was red and by the shedding of that blood, Bible says that we have atonement and we also have a life. That's all that matters. Whether Jesus Christ was black or Jesus Christ was white, it is not mine to determine. But he shed his blood, his precious blood on the Calvary's cross. And life is in the blood. And because he shed the blood, it meant that he was giving his life for you. He gave his life. Our sister was saying that, you see, nobody will love you to the extent of me. I'm not going to die for my wife. I'm telling you. I'm the pastor. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm not going to die. Say, no, hello, baby. I'm going to die for you. They are lying. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's true. Mr. Aribaba, are you going to die for your wife? <laughs> no answer. 
you. And it's the truth. I'm not saying anything tomorrow. But she knows. Tell it, be saved for yourself. Know Christ for yourself. So that when death comes and then you have to receive it, receive it because absent from this body is being present with the Lord. Because you just never know when it will happen. You just never know when it will happen. But let the blood that was shed receive the life that is in that blood. And when we went to the church, the pastor said he's not going to die. But what kind of a pastor he is? I'm a good pastor. I'm telling you the truth. You will do the same thing. Yeah, you will do the same thing. You do the same thing. You hear people say that, in fact, the Roman soldiers, they were wicked pa, as they crucified Jesus Christ. All of us sitting here, we are, we are is, crucifiers. Is there a word like that? If you were there, you would be the one that would hold the hammer to hit the first nail. Just that you were not in that time. Can I have any prince? You'll be the champion Roman soldier. Say, hit it harder. Let it go deep, 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 deep. Amen. But listen, what is important in this life is that Christ shed his blood. He gave his life that you may have life. Can I have an amen? He gave his amazing love. How can this be that you, my Lord, would die for me? Amazing love. Who can die? Your father may, may love you. There's a song. Your father may love you. Your mother may love you. But none will die for you. The love, love of Jesus, the love, love of Jesus, the love, love of Jesus surpasses all. There's nobody that can love you better than Jesus Christ. Because if a man loves you, he will give up his life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Are you still We are talking about the the thing that we were told in the Old Testament will come to the New Testament. Hallelujah. So as Easter is approaching, believe in that, that there is life in the blood. That as he shares his, his blood for you, the blood is here to give you life. To give you a hope. And to give you a great future. Number four. The blood has been chosen by God as the only thing that can be offered to appease him and to atone for your sins. Amen. That is why it is not by works. Bible says in Ephesians that it's not by works lest any man should boast, but it is by grace. It is by the grace that we are saved. It is by the grace. Listen, we, we, are, we have all done bad things before. We have all done bad things before. How many bad boys uh, you, you used to have a very bad life, but by the grace of God. Hey, our minister of defense raised his hand. Our prayer warrior, I tell you. Listen, only the blood. You see, every time our prophet goes to, I mean, country to country to do crusades, one of the questions that he, asked, he would ask is that, how many of you here have told more than two lies before? Well, how many people sitting here, you have told lies more than two before? Raise your hands. Raise your hands. If you have told more than two, or maybe you have told more than a hundred lies, just raise your hands. How many of us sitting here have stolen before? You stole fish from your mother's soup. 
There was one time you went and then you ate the first side of the tilapia and then you flipped it over so that when they come, they don't see that the tilapia, they see that it's a whole tilapia. I'm dialing your number. Hey! You have stolen before. Here, somebody said, Oh, my pastor, I've not done it. Hey, you are here. Sometimes you use printing stuff at your workplace. You take pens from your work. Stapler, all those things is what? It's a type of stealing. Yeah. Say, me, pastor, I don't see. Yeah, it's a type of stealing. You have stolen before. How many of us here have committed fornication before? Hey, Bible says that if you look at a man lastly, or a woman lastly, you look at the tomb to tomb for tomb does it belong? How many of us have committed fornication before? Hey, even the ladies. They see the guy with a six pack, they say the guy is fine. You have committed it before. So all of us, we have sinned. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 And the wages of sin is dead, but the gift of God. The gift is the life that is in the blood. And by the shedding of the blood, by the dying of Jesus Christ, redemption and atonement comes to us. Nothing can wash away your sins. 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 Sin except the blood. Because as you see, we are full of sinners, liars, uh, adulterers, you know, so madras, you know, yeah, madras, madras, madras. And say if you hate your brother. How many of us you've had somebody that you could not stand before? I can't stand. Even as I'm preaching, you can't stand my energy. Ah, hey, even that one too. But by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Nothing. Nothing. So as he gave his life and he was losing his blood, he lost it so that you and I we will be saved. That is why I don't think that you know you, you are good. You don't do anything of that sort because we all fall victims of the things that we have said. We all fall victims of the thing. And sometimes there are some Classic sins. When you say somebody has committed fornication and all those things, but you know they are the sins of the heart, hatred in the heart. We can see your heart. There are three types of sins: the sin of commission, the one that you deliberately do. There is the sin of omission, the one that you should have done but you did not do. And there are the sins of the heart which nobody can see. When the person says, you, "Hey, brother, yeah, Charlie, you, how you, yeah, 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 yeah," then when they turn, say. Yeah, it's the sin of the heart. Your heart, your heart. A, you can't stand the person. You can't stand the person. But you see, you just want to so that everybody knows that you are a Christian. And, you know, you you are even the chief usher, and then all those things. So you know, you have to. But there's somebody who as they are walking in, you can't stand them. But because of the blood, because of the blood, if Christ has, Christ loved us to this extent. And he gave his life. 
every drop, when the last drop of his blood, when the blood was finished, that's when he said that he gave up his ghost. Because after all, I'm finished. But he died so that you and I, we can have eternal life. Is somebody still here? You have gone home. Amen. Number five. Let's come back to the New Testament. Hebrew chapter 9 verse 22. The same thing that the prophet Moses, Paul is also saying that. Number five. The New Testament confirms truly that only blood can save. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22. He said that, and almost all things are by law purged with blood. And without shedding of blood is no remission. Almost all things. Every sin, the blood. Right now, if I take a pen, any color of pen, and then I mark the wall. Then I take a red paint, and I paint over it. You will not see the mark that I made on the wall. Because blood is thick. The blood of Jesus Christ is even thicker. One time, one brother got saved. And then, the guy was bad. Then he heard another bro brother who was also saved. That guy had a PhD in badness. <laughs> if there's any word called badder, he was badder. <laughs> yeah. When he heard that that brother has been saved, he said, in fact, the blood of Jesus is enough. Because after saving all my sins, if there was still some blood left to save this brother's sins also, then the blood of Jesus is powerful. Because the thing that he had done in his life, some people have killed before, they've murdered before, but God has given them a second chance because of the blood. He said, it's impossible. If the blood of Christ was able to save him and he didn't get finished and was able to save the other brother, then in fact, this blood... But you see, the blood is sufficient. That's why the Bible says that it reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. The blood gives you strength from day to day. You are more than a conqueror because the blood gives you strength. It's because of the blood. It's because of the life that is in the blood. That is why we must take communion seriously. When we come to the table of the Lord, believe in the power of the blood because life is in the blood. Life is in the blood. Every time I take communion, I feel that sicknesses have left my body. Ushers, I will need communion. I feel that sicknesses have left my body. Because life is in the blood. Life is in the blood. Are you still here? He said that all things are paid by the blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. There is no remission. It is the blood. It is the blood that flows from the highest mountain. And to the lowest valley. Hallelujah. It is only the blood that can forgive your sins. It is only the blood that forg can forgive your sins. Sometimes don't even seek for so much for the forgiveness of you know. It's like you have done something to somebody. You have pleaded with them. Please forgive me. They don't want to forgive you. You move on. May God forgive you. Once God has forgiven you. Yeah. That person can hinder your prayers. But once you have repented, Bible says that they that of a, hum, a contrite and a humble spirit, God will not despise. When God sees that you are broken and you have repented, he will not despise you, he will receive you. Because he only came to seek and to save that which is lost. Are you still here, somebody? Are you still here, somebody? 
Acts chapter 4 verse 12. I have a question. Do you know anyone else who has shed his blood for you? Do you know anyone else? Maybe your husband is planning. Or maybe your wife is planning on it. Have you heard a story about that? Brother, they just got married. And then they just came back from their honeymoon. And when they entered into their beautiful, beautiful house, armed robbers came. They had just delivered a fresh deep freezer, which had not been plugged. And then when he heard, hey, 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 all he did was that he opened the deep freezer and then he went in and left the wife and the kids. And these armed robbers, then he would open the things more and then, yeah. When everything was done, then he came and said, honey, you know, he said, would you like to be a widow or you like to have me. Yeah, he did not die for the wife. Say, so you know that they would have killed me. And as he was hiding, he was just hiding like that. And he was peeping. He was peeping. But when the time came, Jesus Christ, he did not hide to peep. When they came to take him to go and crucify him, they asked him, the, where is the Jesus? He said, I'm here the person you are looking for. And immediately they said, all the people, they went back because the power, the power that he had, it was too powerful. Are you still here? You have gone home. Do you know of anybody who has shared his life for you? Anybody? There is none. But we have only one. We have only one. We have only one. We have only one. Who is our Lord Jesus? Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 4 verse 12, Neither is there any salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heavens given amongst men whereby ye must be saved. Is there any other? There is no other. It is only the name of Jesus. Wherefore the Lord exalted him and gave him a name that is above every name. That at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee must bow in Philippians chapter 2. At the mention of his name, every knee will bow. The triumphant entry is a reminder of what Christ will be doing for us. And it is the blood. Except a grain of wheat falleth to the ground. The Bible says it abides alone. But when he falleth to the ground, he was talking about the death of Jesus Christ. Until he died, all of us were sentenced to go to hell. I beg you, my brother or my sister, if you are sitting here and the blood of Christ has not spoken for you, you are here, you are living in sin, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. In a few minutes, I'll give you time to give your life to Jesus. It's a personal. Nobody that boy who promised that they are going to marry you, they can change their mind. Because what you use is the mind if you cannot change it. They can change their mind. When they see another beautiful person who has more of the things they like, or you, you will be dropped. You'll be dropped. After all, I said I like you, but I didn't promise you. Yeah. I used to hear. Somebody just rise to your feet. The blood that gives me strength 
From day to day, it will never lose its power. The blood that Jesus shed for me went back on Calvary. The blood, oh, that, that gives, gives me strength, oh, from day to Just close your eyes before the Lord. Close your eyes before the Lord. Kabasulo hashataba la bashota la mamanda ya. Rekas wanda la mahashota la mahia solo bobo. Oh mandali mama swada le mama la mama mama. Riko rabashi kele mahando lo bobo. Shete le le le. Rikando lo. Every eyes close. Every eyes close. Etunde heavenly. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we bless you. Every eye is closed in this place. If you are here, you do not know the Lord. You don't know the Lord. You don't know the Lord as your Savior. My brother, my sister, today is the day God wants to give you the chance. Every eye is closed. Every eye is closed. Every eye is closed. Every eye is closed. You want to say that, Lord Jesus, I want you to forgive my sins and wash me and cleanse me with your blood. You want to say that I want to give my life to Jesus. I want Jesus to come and live in my life and be my Lord and my Savior. That this blood, this blood that he shed, that blood will be good for me. If you are here, you are not born again. If you should die right now, you don't know where you are going. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want you to lift your right hand above your head. Your right hand above your head. That right hand above your head. You need Jesus in your life. Both of you lift hand above your head. You need Jesus in your life. You need Jesus in your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You need Jesus. Life to you. Oh, the blood that gives me strength. Oh, from day to day to Pray this prayer with me. We want to pray this prayer, Lord Jesus. 
I thank you for dying for me. Thank you for shedding your blood for me. I receive the life that you are giving to me. From today, come and sit on the throne of my heart and be the Lord of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you for loving me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Ballarat Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you.